Using your newfound confidence, you decide that now is, a, is as good a time as any to push forth into the ruins and destroy these cultists and their undead army before they infect the land like the foul fungus of the weald. But as you enter the ancient ruins, you are met by strong resistance. Undead warriors defended the castle entrance whilst boasting tactical skill echoed through their bones from their duties in life and spurred on by some underlying supernatural energy to attack on sight. Exhausted, you take a moment to catch your breath. But as you look around at each other, you all realize that perhaps this overconfidence was just a trick of the light. You're in for a grueling journey and down these blackened tunnels of antiquity, you hear the faint ramblings of a maddened creature. Everyone roll me a wisdom saving throw. After just experiencing what's happened, and like I said, the resistance, you are sort of taken back a little bit, to say the least. Well, I got a six. A six. And Paddy... I think Baramahams was like a plus one. So I rolled a 12 for him. Um, Paddy got 12. All right. So what did you get, uh, Steve? 12. That is everyone taking two points of stress damage straight away. Oh, Paddy gets one. Yep. And I get three. That's right. Kenneth gets three as well. What's Kenneth got again? You've got the signet ring. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what that does? Gives me a plus one to hit that I always forget about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's on there somewhere. All right. So anyway, you've just finished this battle. There are skeletal bodies all over the place. What are you doing? You'll share that map, actually, Ray. We'll just take it from there. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, just whenever you're all sort of together in the location, just zoom in a little bit, just so that we can we can see on the feed. Just oh yeah, you don't have a mouse, do you? How's that? Oh, ah, <laughs> let's not try and move. Is that all right? Or is your... No, that's is good. Yeah, no, that's all right. all right. Yeah, that's 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 more than enough. Yeah, cool. So uh, here you are. These were your previous positions. I haven't touched anything. Um, right, dude. What, Sorry, what, that's all right. What, what are you doing? I'm still 
probably panting because I'm been battered as shit. Yeah, you're all knackered. You're all breathing heavily, sweating out. I'll probably walk back to everyone else, hoping that it's all over. Yeah. Right. So as you walk over, you like sort of kick a couple of bones here and there. And um, everyone's in the same sort of state. But you look around, you take this moment as you're sort of gathering your thoughts and getting regaining your breath. And um, you look at your surroundings. And you could realize by the crumbling stone in various corners that this structure is quite dangerous. You can see that the subsidence has warped the entire structure. And as you look up, there are various gothic carvings of snarling creatures that sit high above and leer down at you. After a moment, you hear a, a faint shrieking echo down the halls above you and beyond your torchlight it's just darkness so just for a quick recap mm. we were on the way to the abbey and then we ended up in here you not the abbey sorry we're on the way to the manor no you you this was this is your destination this is where you meant to go he oh, right. the tried to take on the job that Ramahan uh, of course yeah alright I'm with it yeah cool so ahead of you apart from the bodies there's a pile of rubble and what you can see are the beginnings of steps that lead up You have no idea what lurks around the corner. Well, I know Fred might not do this. Um, but I think for now, Fred will hopefully you a stealth or creep around the corner and just make a peep. As he's the one who's got dark vision. All right. Yeah. That works. Do you want me to roll anything? Uh, yes. Off check. <laughs> okay. That is a 13 on stealth. Hmm. He knocks a little bit of rubble, but nothing too loud because the rest of you are making sound anyway, moving about and readjusting yourselves, taking helmets off and cooling off. And he peeks around the corner and it's just a short set of stairs that go up 
And then there's a huge area which is just completely collapsed in one corner. Does he see the spider webs or is that? Yeah, you can see there's this place is really old. There's spider webs everywhere. So we'll probably relay that to everyone and might say potential giant giant spiders. Yeah. You can roll me an insight. To well, no, you don't need to. Don't worry. There's no point. There's no point. What's everyone else doing? Well, I might be like, Another torch as mine's probably burnt out. Yeah. So it's an hour's light. Hour's light. An hour. Yeah. Kenny's just going to make his way into sort of the middle of the group. Hmm. But are you leaving me behind? <laughs> I came back to help you. Let's get you a better token, Steve. That one hasn't got any shadowing on it. In fact, that would leave it. It'd be alright. Apparently, the stairs are up, of course. I'm gonna move on then. We haven't got our bloody day. Just as you say that. Reynold starts shaking. He drops his sword and he drops to the floor and starts shaking uncontrollably and foaming from the mouth. What? He, he continues doing it. He starts like flailing his arms around, smashing them off the stonework. I'm just going to go look up to see if there's a creature up, up above. <laughs> what, directly above? Or, or are you yeah, going no, upstairs? No, just just go look up the ceiling where we are to see mm. if something done something to Reynolds. Like, you know, a, bit, a bite or something. Uh, it was a perception roll. Yeah. Perception. I got a fifteen. Fifteen. You look up. You can you can barely see. It's on the limits of your torchlight. Nothing. Just gargoyles staring down at you. Small ones, perched on little bits of stone, protruding stone. Don't know what you'd call them. Kenneth's gonna go up to him and grab hold of him and. Just like slap him. <laughs> Bloody get a grip of yourself, man. And just see if it does out. Alright. Uh like a bit chub. Yeah, give us a strength. Strength uh roll, please. Uh ten. Ten, yeah, you you slap him and you try and restrain him, but he's quite strong compared to you. And he just continues to fraggle out with a little bit of resistance on the floor 
and his eyes are sort of open but his pupils are like his eyes are rolling back in the back of his head it's the back of his head um he looks he looks rough he looks rough what the bloody hell's up with you you think we should put him down all right let's just knock him out so it, it's not like a procession so i'll so, probably use non-lethal to make him go night night so kenneth's gonna hear that and just punch him in the face <laughs> make, making a uh what, what's the damage on your attack uh one well give give me an attack roll first with advantage <laughs> Um, 18. So you definitely hit him. And you do one point of damage to poor old Reynold. Does it knock him out? <laughs> it does not knock him out. He's continuing to fraggle out. And so, Ray, you come over and you raise your... What have you got, actually? You haven't got your staff, have you? Yeah, I've got my core staff on. I thought you left... Fred! Black... Fred! Yeah, you know, Come and use some of your hippie moves on this guy. Coming. <laughs> All right, then. Well, Ray, uh, sorry. Yeah, so Gravel raises his quarterstaff, and as he does so, Reynolds stops and just like goes unconscious. Still want to hit him? Hold on. Dice all. Yes, I do. I, instead, I will tie him up. Okay. So if he does come to, he's, and he is possessed, he ain't going to start flailing and go to try slaying us from behind. <laughs> all right, then. I'm tying him up. That's fine. So you tie Reynold up, and he's he's on the floor, unconscious, just tied up nice and tight. Shall we drag him outside? That might be a plan. And probably both me and Fred will, or me and Bamaham. Yeah. Will. Either drag or carry him out. And then you can mould earth a little protection thing around him. Well, put him in like a, a mini, put like a mini bunker for one. Just a yeah, six just, foot. Just to keep him safe. With a bit of food and water. Fair enough. Sounds like a plan. So you I'm gonna take now my <laughs> my rations. Yeah. So, uh, so you you I take him. And where are you taking him exactly? Uh, completely outside. Um. Yeah, close enough to the entrance so that he knows. Yeah, close he enough is, to the entrance, but not inside, so that he's at risk of uh, getting attacked while he's uh. There's a cage there. But... No, 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 no. Yeah, but a cage got gaps. Uh, if you yeah. lay him on one side, 
whatever comes out can. <laughs> All right. All right then. Um, so you're gonna put him round the corner. Do mold earth. Yeah. So the same this, this corner here, yeah. Whatever corner is beneficial. All right. So Reynold will be there, and you mold earth around him. Yeah. There we go. But he's somewhat hidden. Yeah. Okay. And then you, you make your way back, stepping over the bones of the fallen, and you walk back to the group. What are you doing now? How's that sort of? Shall we go first on? Yes, Shall let's we... go. Let's not hang about here. Yeah. So you I got think this. Fred will go up first as he's the one who's got dark vision. Yeah. So as Fred gets to the top of the stairs, is he? How is he approaching the stairs? Is he just going? I'm up? probably still stealthing. Stealth. Give us a stealth roll. Just being our scout. Yeah. That's not 20. So altogether oh. 25. Oh, yeah. So stealthy. You don't even see him. You think he's still standing at the bottom of the stairs. And he gets up the top and he looks around the corner. And it's a wide open area. There's a lot of collapsed stone to the far end uh, and around the sides. And to his right-hand side, there is a sarcophagus. Um, a well a nicely engraved sarcophagus with lit candles around it. But it still looks like it's been there for a while because there's there's web over it. Web don't go. And that's what I you think. Says. Yeah, I think we'll follow suit. Yeah. So everyone you know, like, this, like, you know, like the Scooby-Doo gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't Next have to move up. everyone. You don't have to keep moving everyone. You can just say, you can move like the front person and say, we all go here. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, there's this open area. And that's, that's all... Uh, that's all you see. That's all uh, Fred sees with his dark vision. Okay. He'll probably still try and do that mission impossible. That is stick to the sides. Yeah. If he wants to, if he drank ants, probably do the tune. That's <laughs> just for. Just As Fred's going all sneaky around it, Kenneth's just going to walk up to the sarcophagus and start pilfering it. <laughs> You're going to search the sarcophagus. All right, you, you look at it. Lovely, lovely ornate sarcophagus. Um, and it's got a lock on it. Oh, he's just going to smack his lips and go, oh, yes. 
going to have a look and inspect the lock. Okay. Um, roll us uh, an insight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, 15. This is a lock that you've cracked before. There's not many holes I've not cracked, Sonny. What are you gonna do? You gonna? What do you think he's gonna do? <laughs> uh, he's, going, he's going straight in there. Gets his tools out. Sticks him in the hole. And picks. Roll us your d6s then three times three sets of d6s so four d6s three times but just roll one tell me the result tell me if you get you don't calculate just tell me if you get any ones no ones nice so you first first tumbler locks into place no ones no ones second tumbler three times Three times, did you say? Three times, yeah. Oh, there's a one. That's all right. It's the third one, tumbler. Two, three, you have a slight stumble, um, but you you correct it and lock is unlocked. You turn it and it unlocks the sarcophagus. Doesn't open. The lock is has unlocked the stone sarcophagus the lock has unlocked the stone sarcophagus yes so the the top of it doesn't open so it requires some brute force Kenneth's gonna put his uh, meager meager frame against it and just start shoving see if he can Give it a shove. Yeah, right, give us a strength roll. Twelve. Twelve, yeah, you move it and uh, some vapors release from the coffin. Oh, no. Go into your face. But nothing. It just smells awful. It doesn't affect you in any other way. I and Kenneth was going to go get rabies again. Another teammate got rabies. No. No. And you push it further and further and further, grinding stone. Eventually it falls off on the opposite side to reveal a long, long dead body of a warrior. Um, and inside this sarcophagus is lots and lots of gold. Just, is it just gold, is it? It's just gold. So lots and lots of gold. Um, and as you like sort of... Well, I don't know if you're going to grab it or not. Yeah, I'll grab some gold. So that's all you can you can see initially. But if you want to roll me an investigation, 
We can have a closer look. Uh, 15 plus 6, 21. Hmm. Yeah. Just, um, you see that this body has got his arms sort of crossed and one hand sort of goes under the other arm and you can see he's clutching a bottle. What's the bottle made out of? It's glass and just covered in dust and all sorts of uh, oldness. Is there anything in the other hand? No. Okay, Kenneth's going to make a mental note of that and then start digging into the gold. Start digging into the gold, all right. Let's have a look here. So he's just going to start pulling out handfuls and putting them in his pockets. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how much uh, there is, first of all. Um, let's have a look here. 37 bits of gold you get, you salvage from this sarcophagus. Is that total? Total, 37. All right. Hey, there's five gold each here, lads. Come and get some of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll <laughs> hang on to Reynolds for now and make sure he gets it later. <laughs> <laughs> So noble of you. Eh. Spend nothing. <laughs> you you hear from the darkness across the bridge a shriek. Does it sound humanoid or does it? Insight, roll me an insight. So, at 20, so 24. Mm. That's for gravel. No, it's not humanoid. Well, it's not, it's not human. As in, elven or anything humanoid-ish. Mm. Sounds like a bit beast, not. It doesn't sound big, it sounds small. Okay. Kenneth's going to uh, take the bottle out of the skeleton's hand and, like, see if he can see anything inside it. You pull it away and it's got the cork still intact. And. The, the hand sort of comes off with the bottle. It's just like, you've got a hand there that's still, and it like sort of loosens and falls off. And there's, my strong hand. <laughs> there's black liquid inside this bottle and it's a small bottle. Small liquor. Hey Fred, uh, you wanna come and have a sniff of this Fred and see if you can tell us what it is? Knowing Fred. Or of your absence. You'll go over and sniff. Yeah, Fred, um, Fred has a sniff. Uh, investigation. 
go. Um, eight, that's a seven. Seven. Any idea what it is, Fred? So it's, it smells off to Fred, and it's not like any alcohol that he's had in his life. Um, it comes to, comes to mind, but it just smells off. Like, undrinkable. I'm going to put that in my brew. Mm, shoot yourself. Kenneth's just going to chuck it over his shoulder. Right. What are you doing now? Um, probably go back to bed. Both me and Fred were probably looking across the bridge. Right, right. You go see what's making all this racket and shut it up. So hopefully it's not aggressive because we do not need that bollocks anymore you approach the bridge and it's thin on the opposite side there are really high walls and a narrow opening beyond the opening you can see a faint red glow from the darkness beyond. But apart from that, that's all you can see. Dan, do you know how much damage I took last week? I've got 24 written down here, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone else seems to know. That must be right then. Yeah, no, because you were always at the back, weren't you? And you were only... Oh, he was, he was the one who kept on getting attacked with um, people yeah. spawning up behind yeah. him. That's right. Yeah, so it was all those um, skeletons. Smaller ones. Yeah, on these ones. Yeah, like the weaker ones. Um, So you probably would have been all right. Fred should have full HP. Yeah, Fred's got probably full. Yeah. So yeah, that's all you can see beyond the bridge. And in fact, what I'll do is I will reveal just a small, a small snippet. There you go. See a wall. And just a red, red glow. A dim red glow. Um. And how sturdy does the bridge look? Whoa! Hold all of us. Investigation. Oh, that's eleven. It looks all right. Yeah, you reckon you could probably get across together. Um, 
Okay. I will probably Fred will go. Don't know if Fred should go first or he could leap it. As he's a monk. Hmm. Do you want to go first, Kenneth, or should we let Baramaham go first? Come on, Fred, get the bloody move on, will you, Fred? <laughs> uh, uh, roll me a perception. Cool. Let's try. Perception. Um, that is a 17. Mm. You see as Fred walks over, it bends slightly in places and he gets to the other side so and who's next does Kenneth see the little bending who rolled the perception um I think I done it for from Gravel. Yeah. So Gravel saw it, but... I will... Um, again, I will go tell everyone. Mm. I will not let them be in the dark. Fred shouts back, Yeah, Bridge is alright. Easy for you to say. Kenneth's going to, like, take a look at these two guys in, like, heavy armour. Your heavy like, armor as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but mine's like technically it's heavy armor, but it's not like plate armor like yours. Mm, true. And true. it's gonna be like, yes, I'm coming, Fred. And he's gonna go. <laughs> you walk over the bridge. bends and creaks in certain places but you're alright you get across with Fred what paper scissors put on my hand? you fucking go first <laughs> why? Because I'm too rich to die. <laughs> and just to go be a dick, I'm just gonna go cast. Um, don't care if it raises a spell slot. I'm gonna go cast floating disc and just <laughs> magneto. Hover <laughs> over. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna magneto this, this shit. Uh just to wind him up yeah just to be a dick uh, Ray have an inspiration for that idea that was great yeah and you just hover hovering backwards going <laughs> just for that comment Varamahan <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's got any like sweet skills like that but yeah you hover across you hover into the next room. Bramaham starts to walk across. 
is heavy compared to the rest of you. I think extra heavy because he's got that. Do you still have um, the shield on his He's back? still got the tower shield with him as well. So he's got a lot of weight. Um, oh, I'm doing Bramaham, aren't I? All right. So Bramaham, as he's walking across, he notices the bridge start to splinter and split under his feet. And so he runs. I don't know what his strength is. I think it's pretty good. He mm. runs. Athletics check. And he manages to out-sprint the bridge as it cracks and collapses under each step. Um, and then it just falls as he gets to the end. It just falls into a heap of, of uh, wooden, wooden planks at the bottom. And it's only a 20 feet, 20 foot drop. But in his armor, that would have done some damage. And there's like a couple of bits hanging from the chains. Yeah, no, and he's... <laughs> Battered the shit. Yeah. He took the brunt. That's right. Yeah. So as you enter this next room, there are... Um, it, it's a, a large-ish room. And the red glow becomes more apparent. It seems to be some kind of altar on the far side of the room. To your left and right, there are six sarcophaguses sarcophagi sarcophagi that's the one yeah one of them with another ornate um sort of look to it but the others are a plain there is a plaque as well which says um here lie the most heroic of all the warriors pay your respects and by this altar, there is like almost like a scorched, damaged body lying next to it. And at the far end is a door, metal door. Now, Baramahan sees this altar and he seems to remember something. He starts to like rummage in his pack. And he says, Oh, I remember. This was part of the job we were supposed to do. Apparently, there are three of these altars in here, somewhere in this ruined section. And apparently they need to be purified using these bottles of holy water. And you look at them, the holy water, it's not like any bottles that you've had before, any that you've seen on sale. And it's got the, the marking of the ancestor sealed in wax on it. Mm. And part of the job, Brahman tells you, is that the ancestor, not the ancestor, sorry, the, um, the guy who employed him wanted you to purify these altars. Okay. And they're all going to be 
in this ruined area? They, they're in the ruins somewhere, in this west, westerly edge of the ruins. So not the area you've just explored. There's there's more ruins to go. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure if we missed any. Yeah, I didn't want you to like backtrack or anything. So. So that's the first one. Well, go on then. You got, you got the equipment. Bramham goes up, pops this holy water open. Almost has like a, a glow to it. And he pours it all over it. And as he does that, it sort of sits there like glue or like some thick substance rather than water as it makes contact with whatever evil is on this altar and you see any red glow just disappear he turns around and he goes it worked well i hope so unless the guy he gave you bollocks So what are the rest of you doing? I'm just bracing myself with seeing what the fuck's gonna go come out of that door. <laughs> or anything gonna go pop out of nowhere to go fuck up. <laughs> I see those movies. Let's <laughs> see so you got these sarcophaguses, sarcophagi. Yeah, Kenneth's gotta do Kenneth things. <laughs> Pop them open. You can look through all of them. The shiniest one. All right. I was going to go for the shiniest one first. So, so you go up to this one, and there's no lock on it, but um, it does look fairly fancy. You push it open. Is that what you want to do? Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah. So you push this one open. It's got a, a smaller lid to it. And there is a warrior inside, long dead warrior, clutching a sword, and a very, very nice sword. What kind of sword is it? Oh, it's a, it's a long sword. Hmm. Is that all that's in there? That's all that's in there. Unless you want to give me an investigation. 21. 21. Very nice. It's 21. As you start rummaging around, you find more bits of gold and bits of silver as well right underneath that have just settled to the bottom uh, and you get five pieces of gold and four pieces of silver it is he's gonna pick the sword out and um, swing it around like testing it mm. yeah very nice sword very nice sword you look at it and it you can tell in its day, 
it would have been of a superior quality. But now with the the time um, it is reduced naturally to still a reliable quality. Has it got any like um, distinguishing marks or is it just a long sword? It is just a long sword. I can't be swinging this big old thing around at my age. And he wouldn't want this sword. Um, I'm. I'm gonna go stick with. Well, I've got probably a new guy might take it. Oh yes, this will do fine. Thank you. He goes. Ah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> swings it around. Loves it. So, is the door open or is it we have to go open it? The door is closed. Okay. Kind of going to move on to the next fanciest looking uh, tomb. While he's doing that, I'm just going to go see if it's either locked or Okay. Or sealed. So you walk up, Kenneth goes to the next one, easy push, pushes the top of this one, another body, not quite uh, so well decorated. Um, and Rollis Investigations. Seventeen. Oh, seventeen. Uh, bloody hell. But oh, you rummage around and you find four platinum pieces. Damn. Carries in the money. He's just going to slip them inside his pocket. <laughs> Everyone else roll us a perception to see if you see Kenneth slip the the, uh, the goods into his pocket. Bramham doesn't notice. Um, that's a 19 for gravel. Disadvantage because you've walked past. Okay. Let's go again. Oh, that's a 15. 15? Yeah, that's a 15 with disadvantage. Um, you, don't, you don't notice anything. Cool. Uh, Perception for... That is a 17 from Fred. Nah, Fred doesn't notice anything either. Kenneth's good at this. And so you walk, Gravel walks is up to this anything door. anything else in there? No. Not that you can find, anyway. 
So Gravel walks up to the door and you check it and it, it just seems I don't know if it's locked or not but it's it's definitely stuck. Um, can I find out if it what kind of way it opens? Like if it's a slide, push, pull. It pulls in towards you. You can tell by the hinges. I'll go try opening it. Mm. You pull it, and with a, a couple of like stiff tugs, <laughs> it swings open with a massive creak. To reveal a corridor. Okay. Nothing um, in the corridor. For at the moment. A narrow corridor, and it's very short. And at the end of this corridor, you can see another door. Only about 10 to 15 feet in front. Um. One thing first. Just can I go see if I still got floating? Floating disc. Oh, it lasts an hour, so yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably just step on it with my torch and just slowly move towards. <laughs> okay. So as, as you, as you float into the unknown, what's everybody else doing? <laughs> oh, damn. I got left. You left everyone else. What's everyone else do? Kenneth's going to move on to the third fanciest looking <laughs> sarcophagus. All right. You, you, again, you push the top of this one off and um, roll me an investigation check. Ooh, two plus six, eight. An eight. Nothing. Yeah. You look in, you have a good rummage around. Bloody Papa. Absolutely nothing. You you think from uh, markings on, on the edge of it that perhaps this one's already been raided. Gravel gets to the next door with a, a hit. Dong. <laughs> Hits the door with his disc. That's going to leave a mark. Hopefully no one saw. Look back and see fucking no one. Oh, shit. So you look back and nobody's following you. Bramam's still looking over the, the altar and then Kenneth's like frantically running around from one sarcophagus to another. 
And Fred's sort of just standing there doing nothing. Watching so Kenneth. Fair, Fred would probably be. No, he'd be, he'd go, he'd be going through other sarcophagus, I reckon. Yeah, fair one. Yeah, he might. So Fred pushes the lid off of another sarcophagus. And roll for an investigation. Roll for an investigation, please. Um, that's a 15. Ooh, 15. Very nice. Fred has a good little rummage around. And he finds... Uh, nine nine pieces of electrum. Nine electrum pieces. What are they like? Half a gold. <laughs> I'm not too familiar with electrum. I think it's a little bit more than silver, but a little bit less than gold. About one and a half yeah, I silver. Think it's half a gold. Is it half a gold, yeah. Cool. So basically a fifty P. <laughs> yeah. True. Can notice? Uh, yeah, you notice with the perception of seventeen, that passive perception, you definitely notice that he picks up these nine pieces of electrum. He's gonna look over to him and go, to mutter to himself, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, like really annoyed with yourself. But just as you look away from him, you catch something out of the corner of your eye on him. And as you squint, you see a huge spider crawling up his back about the size of your hand. It continues to crawl up and it seems to go um, <laughs> into his pack. And you can see movement in his pack until that until nothing there's no more movement, basically. It's gonna be fun when when Paddy comes back. What's in my bag? How about you open a fire? <laughs> oh shit! There's a, there's a yeah, Kenneth's gonna uh, not mention it yet. He's gonna he's got something more important to do, which is get to one of the two unopened caskets before Fred. 
As you stop looking at Fred, he turns around and aims in on the final casket. He looks at you. Now there's two unopened ones. Hmm. Right, go on then. Yay, yeah. There's two. Can't count. <laughs> so I was going to read three. Yeah, um, he did. Yeah, he did. Three, four. Two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, Fred goes for one. Um, well, he, he looks at the last two. So really, it's your decision which one you go for first, the top or the bottom. Um, I'm going to go for the one closest to Fred, so he has to walk further to get to the one, the other one. All right, so the one like right next to you, we'll say... And then Fred goes down here, so he has to walk. He has to walk even further. So he starts walking down as you push the top off the lid. Roll me an investigation as you push it off. Another body, not clutching anything, just a body. Six. Sixteen, sorry. Oh, sixteen. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Um, so, with sixteen, you. Six. Hmm. Yeah. So with sixteen, you find copper in this one, and you find twenty one pieces all together, and you really have to like rummage around in there. But eventually, you, you find you all you find is copper, and you end up with twenty-one pieces. So we'll take that. Has Fred pushed the top off the other one yet? Not yet. He's just getting there. Okay, I'm just gonna just keep his eye on him and wait for him to start pushing. <laughs> Go on then. Uh... Ray, you're in charge of. Yeah, uh, Fred, what's he doing? He's probably going to go open it. So and once, go, go 14 on investigation. So once uh, Kenneth has seen that Fred's. Just as he's pushed it off, he's going to. Fred! Fred! A <laughs> spider in your backpack, mate! Roll up Oh, yeah, go on, sorry. And he'll probably go check because he's got the mushrooms, don't he? Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say roll a persuasion on Fred. No, he'll, he'll more instantly go think of his mushrooms for the brew. If he still has any. So he starts rummaging through his pack frantically. Yeah. Kenneth's going to run over to the other coffee. <laughs> 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 Dirty bugger. Right. So he's already pushed the top off, and uh, you have a, a little investigation. Let's see what we find. Uh, three plus six, nine. A nine. Oh. Unfortunately, you have a look around, and there's nothing in there. 
And just at that moment, Fred, Fred goes, oh, oh my God, oh. And like kicks us, you see him stamp on this this spider. And uh, he goes, squeaks as he stamps on it. And he turns around and he goes, he goes, thanks, Kenneth. Thanks, mate. He's just gonna pat it. He's just gonna pat him on his back and go, I got your back, Brad. <laughs> That's it. So you've you've uh, desecrated all these um, sarcophagus, sarcophagi yeah. of these valiant warriors. And Gravel's still in that tunnel. I don't know. Have any of you even noticed? Nah. None of you have noticed that Gravel yeah, is too busy floating. Being too busy Yeah. You hear a shriek again coming from behind that door in the distance. What's everyone else do? So Baramahan's going to make his way in with gravel. Yeah. I think Fred is at Kenneth is as well. He's going to head in. Even Fred. And Fred uh, yeah, sees everyone else and just go, goes in as well. And let me know if this changes for you. Yeah. Right. I've let you on to something. So you go through that next door. I'm just going to say you go went through it because I've, I've done this for you now. And you come into a room and there's a large urn on a pedestal in the middle of the room. There are some smaller urns to the side. To your right-hand side, there is a wooden door, which is mostly covered by fallen debris and rubble. And to your left hand side is a large gate. I can't remember what they're called. I Googled them the other day. I've forgotten it now. Um, you know, large sort of castle entrance gates. Yeah. Right. And you can see through it and, and just through it, there's, there's some sort of firelight just beyond it. But you can't from your, from this distance, you can't really tell exactly what it is. Does it have any engravings where the urn is? You can roll an investigation on the urn. Yep. Is it thirteen? It has writing, and it just says, "The ashes of the departed." Okay. Portcullis Gate. I wrote it down. It's a Portcullis Gate. Okay. Um, just zoom in a little bit on that feed, just so we can see a little bit better.
see. You might go, go a little bit further. <laughs> just zoom right in. Yeah, that do. Let's just pull it across. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, yeah. Sorry, you gonna ask a question? Do we see like any anything to open the portcullis? No. Yeah. I'm gonna try turn, not turn the urn, but what's the urn's on? Just quite turn it, thinking that it might be a hidden thing. All right, try and turn. So it's a stone ped pedestal that it's on. Yes. So just give us a strength roll to see if you can turn this stone pedestal. Yeah. And that's a 17. So you get in a good position. You're ready. You feel like, you know, you've got this. If it does turn, you're going to turn it. Mm. But with all your might, the thing does not move. Okay, so it's not now. I might try the urn. Think it might be the urn. What are you doing to the urn? I'm just gonna go like try spin it like it might be like a switch. Mm-hmm. Give us a strength roll again on the urn. Yeah. Um, now it's in 16. It's heavy, but you can turn it. As you turn it, it sort of goes from one of its edges to another until you just move it into a more awkward place on the pedestal, but nothing happens. Okay, so it's not in there. Hmm. Kenneth's uh, gonna while he's doing that, Kenneth's gonna head over and have a look, see if it's something he recognises, and have a, see if there's any sort of locking mechanism on it that's obvious. On the gate itself. Yeah. Right. You walk over to the gate, and you can see through to the other side. And as you peer through, you can see two statues to your left-hand side against the wall. And on another stone pedestal, in the middle of the room, is a... Uh, a is it a brazier? Brazier? Um, which is lit. It has fire in it. And then on the far side of the room is another portcullis gate which you can't really see through. The light doesn't penetrate that far. Uh, this room sort of goes further down and you can see a couple of benches as well.
But there's no obvious locking mechanism on it. Not that you can see. I don't know how many spell slots Ramham used. I don't know. Can either. anyone make fire? Um, oh, well, I know now, Baran got his fireball. It's a cantrip. Does he want to fireball the brazier in our room? See if that. Because that's, that's Kenneth, an, uh, What, the that's, one on the wall? The brazier in. No, so the, the thing on the pedestal in your in the room you're in is an urn, a large urn. No, no, not the pedestal, the brazier on the wall. Ah, right. Or okay. the torch, torch, or torch holder, whatever it is. Yeah, I like your thinking. It is a torch holder. Rather puzzling, well, isn't it? It is and it ain't because I know that if we have a spell slot, Bramham can go big <laughs> in large, but I don't know if he has a spell slot. Yeah. Um, if so, I can just both me and Bramham can try and lift. Hmm. Lift the gate open. So he used it, didn't he? Used enlarge on himself, didn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know that he's got the spell. Is it I don't know if he's got. Is it worth texting him and see if he, we can get his. No, he's, he's out cold, he's sleeping. Oh. I can hear him. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm only next I'll be, door to him. I'll be generous, DM, and say he has got one of those spell slots left. Mm. Now I've got to say that he can go in large because it'll be helpful. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> as he enlarges. He pushes Fred and, and um, gravel out of the way, and he sort of like jars his head on the ceiling. Mm. Gain Ray coming through. So you all get amongst this uh, this gate. And what, you're just going to deadlift this thing up? He's going to go try and deadlift it. Give us a strength check with advantage. I will just roll a normal die. That's a 17 on the dice. That's for Bramahan, yeah? Yeah. So you rolled Bramahan? Yeah, but I don't have his PDF. 
I think his strength modifier is like something ridiculous, like six or seven. Seventeen plus six or seven. <laughs> so twenty-three. With all his might, you see some of the timbers that are th- that slide through the the steel uh, bracing start to splinter and crack it in his hands as the power from his lift is just you you can see it and under his feet the slabs crack and break but this thing does not move we can't go in they're meant to go turn back honestly the only thing I can think of is the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> he just goes, oh yeah. So is the gate behind us shut as well? That shut as well. So Kenneth's going to have a closer look at the statues and the room in general. You peer through the small hole and you can see on the statues that they have a gem in the forehead. And if you want to roll me an investigation. Dirt 20. You can see that around the rim of the gems and on the stonework there are chips scratches and if you want to roll me an insight i've no idea what my mod fire is but i rolled a three so Probably you have crap. no idea why these gems in the foreheads of these statues are damaged in this way. Mm. You wanted to investigate the general area as well? Uh, yeah. See if there's anything that you missed. Just have another look over to so by the, some inspiration of what to do. By the brazier, don't even know if I'm saying that right. Something just catches your eye as you're about to turn around and tell the rest of the group. Uh, you see two sort of shiny arrows. They might be silver. Oh no, werewolves. Such a pessimist, Ray. (laughs) When you say there's silver arrows, what's the fun thing that silver is needed? Mm. Like them, folks. (laughs) 
Rare beasts. Oh yeah, where do we hear rare beasts? Oh yeah, pigmen. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you've got these two statues with the damaged gems in the foreheads, and you've seen two arrows on the stone pedestal. I'm just going to say to the rest of the group, there's some arrows there. Maybe, uh, maybe they're from someone shooting these gems. Did you see shoot gems? He'll just probably use fiber and shoot a gem. Who, Brahman? Yeah. So just fireball in one of the statues. Oh yeah, just aim at the foot, the gem. Thinking that might be a trigger. All right. So he, which one? The nearest one at first. So roll to hit. Yeah. 18 on a die. Hits it, the fireball flies up, hits this th um, statue in the face. Gem glows for a moment and then goes off. So, is it meant to be magical or. Hmm. Then it's going to try and aim a shot at it. With his oh. little crossbow. Yeah. Roll to hit. Which one? Nearest one? Uh, just the hand crossbow, the nearest one. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, 15 to hit. 15 hits. It glows for a moment. And then goes off. Okay. So if you aim for the nearest, Bramhow will aim for the furthest. We'll try to time it. I'll share at the same time. Oh, that's a bloody good idea. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so both roll me attack rolls. Yeah. Eight. 14. Both miss. You just miss the gems with the four. Just miss the gem with the 14. And uh, the eight just completely misses, hits the shoulder. Can you stop standing so bloody close to me, you oaf? You're putting me off my aim. I do say sorry, dear chap. <laughs> nice. Shall I try again? You got a nine. <laughs> no, no. I got I'm done well that time. I, don't, I had an 18. Fire again. Hits the gem. And uh, the gem glows. And then Kenneth fires his bolt. And it just bing. Misses. Can you be careful with that bloody fireball? You nearly took my bloody head off. <laughs> I don't think I got you that time, but... Again, I do apologise. Uh, third time lucky, eh? Let's try. I got a 19. I rolled a 2. Oh! Oh, it's just not your day, is it, chap? Keeps getting rid of all my rubbish rolls. Same thing. Same thing happens again. 
It seems impossible for Kenneth to hit the far statue. No, he's shooting at his nearest one. Oh, well, it he's going to put. He's going to put away his little hand crossbow, and he's going to get out his big one. All right. You'll be like, right, I've had enough of that. And he's going to get a 19. Nice. Nice. So Kenneth, go, Kenneth, in his frustration, gets out his big crossbow, fires it through the gap, and ping, hits it directly in the gem. Bramaham like, looks at him and is like, oh, I've got to do just as good at least. And they, at least Bramaham just hits it. And they both glow. You hear like the clunking of metalwork behind the stone. And gradually both gates slowly rise, raise up until there's a massive crash as they stop at the top. And so you can see straight through to the uh, the other side behind the gate where there is just some, it seems to be like some sort of storage area. It doesn't seem to be anything too special. Kenneth's going to go pick up all his crossbow bolts. Ah, They're nice. littered all over the place. Nice. Waste not on nut. Only have to buy the buggers back. Cool. So you go over that far end. And what's everybody else doing? I mean, there's still that door that's blocked behind rubble. And now you've got, you can go into this zone. Um, I'll probably go into that zone and just keep a memory bank for the other door. Hmm. Just keep it in mind. Because we bothered to try so long to go shoot. It would be rude to go the other way. <laughs> and if Kenneth didn't pick up the silver arrows. Oh, he got to them. Before. Well, I'm assuming that. <laughs> yeah, you pick up two Who's silver arrows. <laughs> Yeah, but they were arrows for a bow, not a bolt for a crossbow, innit? Yeah, that's true. So Kenneth's not as interested. Yeah. I'll just take him just in case. Okay, so you move round and you uh, pick up the two silver arrows. And what the other two is doing, they're just following you in? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you seeing so that's a storage. You look down, there are two benches to your left-hand side, and there is a pile of rubble. It's a big surprise. Um, and the... It seems to continue further down, but it goes beyond your torchlight. You can't really tell how far this tunnel goes. And there seems, but you, you can see that left and right at the bottom 
of the corridor there seems to be separate tunnels go, going off mm -hmm. okay so it's I'll just cause I'll probably Bramham will probably say now brigade straight in front <laughs> or to turn right or yeah turn right Kenneth's gonna just completely not acknowledge that whatsoever as if like <laughs> it's, it's not happened <laughs> Uh. Okay, are we going to go straight on, or are we going to go turn right? Is that alright, chap? Onwards. Oh, tally-ho! And he'll just continue going straight. As you all start moving, rain starts to fall. What the fuck? In the darkness above, putting out the the fire, almost it brings it to a couple of embers at the bottom of the brazier. Still moving forward. If that's still the plan. Do you still want to go go forward, Kenneth? Yeah. Just give me give me one minute, guys. Cool. As Kenneth goes forward. You hear clunk, 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 and the the gates start to fall. Okay. Kenneth is right under this thing. Is he? Is he on mute? Yeah, he muted himself. No, he's gone. All right. Well, what we'll do? We have a five-minute break anyway. Yeah. That that's happening. Okay. So gates slam down in front of you. Right in front of Kenneth's face. Well, that's made the decision easy, hasn't it? Or you just go play, play that game again and try shooting Ava for gems again. But if you want to go down, we go down. Well, it's worth a try, I guess. Kenneth's just gonna get one of his daggers out and just stab the uh, thing with his dagger and see if that does it. 
You hit the gem with the dagger, and the gem does not light up this time. I'm gonna go try with my sling. Right. Oh, Grab it. Grab one of the candles. And just sling it. <laughs> yeah. Roll to hit. Um, that's a 15. 15 hits it directly and it doesn't light up. Well, that's decided. We're going down. Uh, the, um, the bridge has uh, gone out, hasn't it? Not completely. There's some embers at the bottom. Do you want to push on, or shall we uh, mess around here? Well, you want to rest up there, Kenneth? I think we move on. We need to find a safe space to have a rest, I think. Do you think this is a safe space or do you want to go? Well, let's uh, have a little look further, see if uh, it's easy to put on watch. Okay. I'll probably go ask Fred to go move up in front to go you know, scout ahead. Yeah, because if, if there's only one way in and out with these gates shut, it'd be pretty easy for us to set up a little little sentry point and the rest of us can get the rest. Mm. <clears throat> Pardon me. So Fred will go do a little search. Fred's moving down to where he is now. Yeah. Roll me a perception check with Fred. Yeah. Roll me as a fourteen. Fred walks down. <clears throat> And he kicks a little bit of this stonework, or this rubble. And here's a zzz, and then a, like a whip, and then some manacles sort of jangling a tiny bit. And then a zzz, and he looks over and he sees this rope disappear up into the darkness. He then hears what sounds like chains jangling and grinding of stone and then a moment of silence what are you doing what's fred doing um probably go come go here and just go tell everyone 
As he turns around, he turns around and he starts walking back. And Baramahan, as he's standing there, feels a whoosh like past his head. As this huge stone block tied with chains swings past his head and down the corridor. Another one next to Kenneth swings just past Kenneth's head and swings down the corridor. As a third one slams into Fred into his back from the darkness, sending him flying towards you, Gravel. Yeah. Slamming it into. Give us a deck save. What for Gravel? Gravel, yeah. Oh, that's a nat 20. Nat 20. As you see this, as you see Fred flying towards you, with a horrible look on his face, in the split second, you just take one step to the, to the side. And Fred goes flying past you into the brazier, sending embers flying across the room. And he takes 23 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, shit. And two points of fire damage from the brazier slingshotting into his face. And these stones, <clears throat> these stones, they come to a halt gradually. One of them clips the, the pile of rubble and sort of it changes its trajectory into the center one and they sort of become entangled with each other and slowly come to a halt. The other one just swings until it eventually comes to a halt as well. And Fred is fucked. Before I, before me not knowing that he's fucked, I go ask him, did you see anything? <laughs> right, he's out there, like face first on the, on the floor. Right. Before you go to sleep, did you see anything? Is it safe for us to make camp? <laughs> no. No, that it's not safe to make camp, or is it no that you didn't see anything? You say, oh. <laughs> but he gets up and yeah, he's he's taking some damage. Um, did Kenneth feel this uh, lock? Go past him. You felt it and you saw it. I was going to have a look up and, like, w warily, to see if there's any more threat of them. You can't see. The ceiling in this section goes high beyond your torchlight.
Okay, I think we might need to move on, boys. Cool. What are we going to do with our passed out friend here? Oh, he's not passed out. He's just... Oh, just back. He's in a bad shit. way. So he's he's stood up. Yeah, he's just taking some serious damage. Uh, I think he got I'm off got... quite lightly, considering. Oh, we have to, yeah. Considering it was a huge stone block. So you look at these stone blocks, and... Yeah, they've been tied up with chains and attached to the ceiling. This is uh, clearly, it's, it's clearly been put in place deliberately to um, try and kill someone. Oh, so they're not animated. They're like, something's triggered it. Yeah, so Fred like kicks some rubble. Ah, and it released oh, a rope. Up. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't click. <laughs> it's a trap, boys. <laughs> so we'll go step. Let's we'll go. be careful from here on out. Will do. And with, with my luck, I'll probably light my other torch. Another torch. Yeah. And stay away from that edge. Just slowly make my way forward. Okay. You edge past these large stones. And you walk down. And as you get further down, you see that the tunnel in front of you narrows slightly. And there seems to be more storage. And what you also see is a person standing there with their back to you. Like fleshy person or like? They're fully robed in purple robes and a nice hat. Well, we've seen purple rubs so far, haven't we? I'll wait for my party, so I'm not going to go anywhere without them. But I think Especially I kind of... Purple rubs, yeah. I think it's just me and Fred out of the current group. Mm. I'll wait Kenneth, for my party. Just kind of see the purple robes. No, you're at the back. You haven't. Have you ventured down with him? If you venture down with him, then you could probably see what he sees. Yeah, I thought we would start moving together. Oh, okay. Sorry. To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you all see this, and Fred, with his dark vision, can see even further, and he sees that the corridor goes on for almost like. 60 feet and you can see some some dim light flickering at the very end it's hard to tell with dark vision careful lads I think it might be another necromancer 
You all hear footsteps coming down one corridor. And as you look over to that corridor, they seem to no longer be coming from that corridor and coming from behind you instead. Mm. This place. They then disappear from behind you and down another corridor and then directly in front of you and then they disappear. What are you doing? Can we keep going forward towards the purple guy? See if he's friendly or not. You walk a little bit further. And in this slightly narrower area, you can see barrels, you can see sacks, uh, and you can see rubble. And you can see the person standing there. And gives it. Hey, you there. Are you a friend or foe? What say you? It doesn't move. Has he still got his back turned? Yeah. Kenneth's going to get his heavy crossbow ready. Alright. If I see Kenneth do now, I'll just have to go brace myself. This figure walks down the corridor away from you and out of sight. As he's uh, starting to walk away, can Kenneth let off a shot? Yeah. Do I get advantage because he's back to turn? Uh, no. Yeah, go on in. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, 11 with advantage with advantage yeah bloody hell rolls have been dog shit tonight yeah you missed that one unfortunately so you, you shoot the arrow it doesn't change and it doesn't startle the, the creature at all. And it just walks off. He's been walking just straight down. Yeah, he just walks straight down. Is there anything around at this particular point or is it just continuously going down? Try to look left and right, is it just rolls? So you look right and there's 
there seems to be a corridor and there's a wooden door to your right and then to your left there is another corridor with a metal door and then right down the bottom is another metal door right in front of all the way down the end mm. where uh, but only Fred can see that okay so because I'm guessing we have a party all of us were we are yeah um so what's the plan left or right I see we get after that that character you're feeling that healthy to go have another fight or well, if we can stop him it stops him from causing us more bother from my experience do you see your point <laughs> i don't want to be like this guy's brigade dead Well, you're under my leadership, Sonny. Yeah, but he's with us, ain't he? So we don't... just use him as a meat shield. Fair enough. That's a better plan than any. <laughs> and. Seems like we're going to go straight down. Following this mysterious purple fella. You walk through the storage area and everybody roll me a perception. Nine. Um, Gravel got a seven. Fred got a nat 20. So 21. So good news. All of you notice the pack that sits on the floor against a barrel. But Fred notices a metal hatch on the floor. It's the left. And as you get further down, you can see what's down the bottom here. That's not Iron Maiden. Um... With Fred, if he saw that metal
If Fred sees it and he tells everyone, he's like, look, there's a metal hatch there. Hmm. Just go do a search, including the bag. Who's in, who's investigating the bag? Um, he'll probably, because he sees it, he'll you go do... See, you all see the bag. Yeah, everyone sees the bag. Hmm. But if everyone walks past or you'll go do metal. Yeah. You search the one that everyone's missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roll us uh, uh investigation on, on the hatch. Yeah. There's a fourteen for Fred. It's definitely a hatch. It's definitely a hatch. Um seems locked. So I'll pass it on to Kenneth as it's his expertise. So is this the way the purple guy went? Purple guy went down the end and went round the corner to the right. Come on, boys, you can't have got that far. Let's go. You might find something that might be useful for the purple geezer. Or anything that can heal us. I'm surprised that you're not <laughs> looting and before us you walked past the bag you're the this... one that's just been babbling on about wanting to stay alive you turd and if he gets away he could summon all kinds of gribblies is that what you want no <laughs> yes that's right back into line whelp <laughs> Oh dear. So what are you doing? Um, if it's rusty, Fred will break, break the lock. Alright, there's no lock on it. It just seems like it can't be open. Oh, okay. It seems like there's... So it moves, it moves slightly up and down as he pulls on the handle. But there seems to be something holding it closed from the inside. Alright then, if you can't open it, you'll just leave it and just continue on with Kenneth. <laughs> yeah. Um, gravel, go just grab the bag. You're gonna take the whole bag? Just in, just take the whole bag. Right. Just so when we do have a break, you can go look what's in yeah all right and so what do you want to do continue down oh we're gonna go follow kenneth's leadership mm. yeah, round to the left As you get down into this area on the corner, you can see that there is an old Iron Maiden to the left. 
and directly in front of you is a metal door uh, and there is also a barrel but as you maneuver around the corner you come to a gate inside this gate is some manacles on the wall and then about 10-15 feet further on down this corridor is another gate and what you can see on the far side is the edge of a table on the right hand side and a book on the left on a book stand you see a shadow in this room moving it then disappears so that's a gate and the gentleman went that way aye What's the plan, boss? I'm going to keep going down the corridor. Let's As you get to the on. gate... Sorry? Let's just follow Kenneth's lead. He's the boss. As you He's get to the gate, the gate, it's locked. Padlocked? Or just... Yeah, it is Hopefully like it is like shuttered from the as in like the large doors. It comes down from the top. Oh, okay. And the crafty burgers done something here and locked it out. So what's the plan? Got a gate in front of us or in front of me. Got an Iron Maiden. What's on the barrel next to Kenneth? Candles. Lit. And then what's... Is that another door? To your left, yeah. Yeah, that's the iron door. Can I have a look, see if there's any any locks on that? There is a lock. Want to roll an investigation? Nah, one. It's definitely a lock. You, um, everybody except for Gravel is really hungry now. Really hungry. Gravel has, it's almost like he's completely full up, like he's just had a meal. 
Everybody else is starving. You can hear bellies rumbling, but not gravels. Everybody else make me a wisdom saving throw. Three. <laughs> four four Fred Ramam got nat 20 alright yeah yeah so everybody takes apart from Bramaham he takes one point of stress everybody else takes two points of stress oh Fred takes another one yeah he's got he's got two stress now just so hungry. Just so hungry. No, don't eat that cat. What? <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> Poor Kev's hungry. Uh. <laughs> Poor Kev. <laughs> oh, it's still here. <laughs> I reckon we make a barricade and uh, tidy ourselves in here for a bit and have a rest up. All these doors seem to be uh, locked fast and if we pile up some of those barrels to make a little barrier. It'll give us a bit of extra time should anything come that way. Sounds like a plan. I'll go start moving the barrels to a somewhat barricade. Come on. Cool. So you move those barrel you move the barrels across the to make a barricade that you can sort of still peek over. Let's get Bramahan there. Yeah, I've got a new token for Bramahan, which looks really cool. And so you'll get, you'll get in, snuggled up tight, and what are you doing? Are you taking a long or short rest? Probably not the best place for a long rest, is it? Not really. Yeah, I don't think anyone would feel comfortable taking a long rest. Here, so <laughs> I'd say a short one. Very wise. Oh man, that token is well cooler than the other one, isn't it? I know, yeah. It's got a fucking sick sword as well. And in doing so, I'll go check the bag I took. Ah, alright. Run me an investigation on the bag. Yep. Um, that's a sixteen. Okay. With a sixteen. You find one 
set of rations. Yeah. You find a torch. And you find a map. <gasps> and it reveals the location of a lever. Which I'll okay. show you now. Do you want me to zoom out now or? Uh, yeah, just zoom out so that you can see where it is. Okay. That's where you get. So take a short rest, replenish, and if you want, you can do a bit of stress relief. Roll a d4 to recover your stress. As you're sitting there, um, Kenneth, you feel ill again. Again, you feel ill. In fact, yeah, again, because you felt ill in the previous dungeon that you're in. So you feel ill, sick to your stomach, a crippling sickness. And you bend over, just clutching your, your stomach. <gasps> you all right, Kenneth? Oh, my tummy. I don't know, but this is the accent. You feel like you, you all feel like you see something, that shadow from that room, it, it keeps uh, appearing and then disappearing for some time, and then it comes back again. And Baramaham seems to catch out the corner of his eye, a shadow moving from right to left at the cor up the corridor that you've just come down, from one side of the tunnel to the other. Mm -hmm. And he tells you of this. 
what you're doing now. So you've had your rest. As, um, Is everyone still hungry? As, oh, well, Kenneth, Kenneth's, uh, Kenneth's monging out, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. You So you, it was only momentarily, and then it, it oh, passed. Sorry. sorry, I forgot to end that for you. Feels <laughs> 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 um, hungry, got a tummy bug. Yeah, and it passes. Passes. I'm gonna eat some food while I'm uh, yeah, as part of my rest. Hmm. So I've got two more rations left, I think. Yeah. So everybody else, everybody else has rations. You have water as well. How much water have you got? Oh, I filled up it when we were at the uh, the hamlet last. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it depends need... how long we've been gone. So you need you need to take on some water. Um, what I would have told you if you needed to take on water before. So whatever you've got left from that. So what's the plan now? Continue going. Have, uh, have you told everybody else about the map? Yeah, I would have showed them. Showed them the map. But I got it all out. The bag. To the lever. Lead the way, Gravel. Um... Well, if we can't get through the rain that we are in, it, and I'll just says go on this way. We'll go back to where we were. Do I see anything here? Yeah, there's a door. There's a wooden door there. Cool. I'll go try the door, the wooden door. Just go along here. So you you go up to the door and it's not locked. You push it open and to your right hand side is a crate. And then on the far end is another one of those gates. But beyond the gate, is a deep red glow of something in the center of the room. Will I recognize the haze? Give me an insight check. Um, 16. Don't recognize the haze at all. This is something different to anything you've seen before. 
From what you can tell from that distance, I mean. Mm. I'll just continue going. Straight on, just look at the map. Okay. So you get in and you get a closer look and you're right up at this gate. And you can see in the room now, there's manacles all over the floor and there's an really old dead body in the corner it looks like some kind of prison cell mm. and there's this strange thing in the middle of the room so it seems to come out of the ground in sort of a, a spiraling shape and as you have a harder look you, you can see that it's, it's almost like a tentacle as if it's like punching through the stone and then in the middle of this tentacle just floating there is a red orb sort of spiraling around like a like one of those plasma balls but red okay And it's one of those um, gates that goes up. Yeah. Is that not is one there... of the things they had to put yeah. the puddle water on? It might be. It might be completely different. Um, you know the wooden thing that we've got in there? There's a crate. Would I be able to check what's inside? Yeah, sure. Just... Give us uh, investigation. Um, that twenty for twenty-three. Oh wow! All right, let me see what you get. You get the key. <laughs> okay, this is pretty good for you. So you open it up and there are there are two platinum pieces in a corner. Right in the corner, but you open it and there is a lever in there. I'll go push the lever. As you push this lever, that one gate in front of you rises, raises. Um, I'll go say, just in case it happens again, shall we try quickly get inside? Yeah, well, I'll follow on. <laughs> So everyone goes inside. Um. So now I've seen this orb closely. 
and this tentacle trying to punch it like a like a volleyball. Hmm. Do I recognise the tentacle like from our book? Ooh, roll me an insight. Oh, so close to being that 20. <laughs> um, 18. Yeah. It bears um, a striking resemblance to the, the tentacles from the book. Um, I'll probably take the book just to see if the orb goes into it. You open the book, the, it doesn't affect the orb in any way. And I'll call punch it. <laughs> but you, you're flicking through the pages, and this is a thick book. Um, and then in the corner of one of the pages, you notice something that's, that's similar to what you're looking at right now. Mm -hmm. It's a, a rough drawing, which is very similar and it says the sacrifice so basically it's it's got glyphs which you can you look at the altar and you can see these glyphs on it and they're written in abyssal but in your book they're translated and they translate to the sacrifice of fire is the key to the void Sacrifice of fire. As in what? The ability to control. It's just what it says. What if I light like a torch right near it? Would it like eat the fire or? You can try it. Yeah, I'm gonna go try like a torch. If it, I put it near it, it means sacrifice light. No. So you light fire. You strike up a torch if you haven't got one lit already, and you put it mm. close to the orb, and the orb doesn't do anything. Doesn't change it in any way. Doesn't affect it. Have we tried the holy water yet? I don't think it's. It doesn't look like. It doesn't look like one of those ones. Hmm. Kenneth's going to have a look around the room, see if he can find any anything that can trigger him. As you look around, there is another gate which is closed on the lower side of the room, and then on the left-hand side of the room is another wooden door. Does the door have a any obvious lock? 
There's no lock on this door. Does it have a handle? Uh, yes. There's a handle. I'm going to try and open it. You push a door open to reveal a corridor. Uh, with nothing in it, a bit of rubble in the corner. Where does the corridor lead? It leads to a T-junction. We're still finding the T junction. No, oh, you got it. So there's. It goes right and left, and then. There's the dead end, which the map led you to. I guess uh, we'll go down the, the road not blocked. The path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. So you're heading down there. I'm curious to know what Gravel's doing. He seems perplexed by this. He is. I'm going to be uh, quite cautious, though. Isn't that where the handle, the lever is? Yeah. I'm going to be cautious as I go, but obviously we know there's traps and stuff in here. Okay. Roll a perception. Eighteen. Plus whatever my perception modifier is. Have you got a torch or anything in your hands? Kind of Scott is um is the oil flask. Okay, so you like that? Or... Yeah. Uh, and you get to this junction here, and you can see about that far, and in the distance you can see on the floor what look like blooded human feet on the floor. straight so down so up so you get to this t-junction through this crossover and as you yeah. look up the hallway that at the limit of your your lamp light you can see the feet of a human humanoid creature on the floor but the levers right in front of me right in front of you And there's a door to your left. I'll go pull it. 
You pull the lever and you hear like clunking sounds, movement of stone and chains behind the walls as all of the gates open. All of the small metal gates open. Bingo! Shocking the others in the room. <laughs> what the hell was that? What happens if I touch it? Is it, like a, is it glass or is it just pure energy? Pure energy. So that will hurt if I... Can... Birmingham try and firebolt it to see if that might do anything. Yeah. So Bramham We'll fire... just go get out of the way. Yeah, so you get out of the way. Bramham firebolts it. Nothing, no effect. If I tentacle punch it down that corridor to see if it does go flying. <laughs> you can try it. Yep. I will <laughs> gladly give it a try. Tentacle punching this orb of energy down then so-called shadow is. You you command the tentacle punch to strike its target and it does so. It does nothing. No change to this strange thing in front of you. Oh, sod this. I'll just touch it. <laughs> Put my hand in. As you touch the energy, it shrinks to a single point of light. Just shrinks, nothing else happens. Shrinks. I put my hand out of the way. And it grows back to its original size. Okay. And still, this tentacle is punching it continuously. Oh, you continuously? Yeah, it's not doing anything. <laughs> And the tentacle didn't interact with the other tentacle? No. Okay. I mean, I'm still confused by it, but I'm going to need to go, I'm going to go press on. Okay. Go find Kenneth. Let the guys go with you. So where, where are you going now then? Does Kenneth tell us about the bloody thing? 
You I'm sound frustrated, bro. Down left first. No, I'm just want to go. <laughs> I'm. It has puzzled me. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go left down. So not the bloody footprint way. <clears throat> yeah, there's a wooden door. I'll open it carefully, listening for any clicks or things that might indicate a trap. Okay, you carefully open the door. You hear a click, but nothing happens. I'm going to stop opening the door. Yeah. And then once the click has happened, I'm going to wait an acceptable amount of time. And then once I feel like it's the caution has subsided, I'm going to carry on opening the door. Okay. And you open, you hear no more clicks, but in front of you, it's a small room. There's a lot of rubble, like every other place. And there's a big iron cage with an long, with a long dead person in it, naked. Can you reach the skull? Uh, yeah, you can poke your hand in. <laughs> He's going to grab the skull and see if there's any metal gold teeth or anything in it. <laughs> Investigation. It's so... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That is brilliant. Marvy's now in... That... Oh, no, it's not in that one. It's a four... A four. You um you grab the head and it sort of comes loose from the body, and as the skin breaks, it releases some fumes and you breathe them in. Oh no! Give me. I thought it was a skeleton. It's no, it's a long deceased a body, long deceased body. All oh, right. So it's like the oh, it's skin is one, skin is all like sucked in. It's like almost like a mummified body. It's all sucked in, and you can see like there's its skeleton uh, under I can't the skin. Grab the skull. You can grab the skull still. It's still very brittle. But anyway, you, it's too yeah, late. You, you breathe this in. Through, like... oh. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a Constitution saving throw. Eleven. Now roll me a D eight. No oh dear. Seven. You um you breathe this gas goes into your face like <laughs> you, you almost can't breathe for a moment. And you're like oh you feel really weird. You look at yourself. You come up all blotchy. For some reason, 
these blotches seem to merge together and then separate. Some of them turn into big boils on your skin and they instantly pop and then return to a, um, a patch of red on your skin. And um, you have vulnerability to poison and diseases and you are covered in spots. Okay. You have something called spotted fever. Oh dear. <laughs> Is it everywhere? All over your body. And moving. All over. All over your body. Well done. These guys haven't seen you yet. No, we haven't. They're just like in the corridor wondering what you're doing. Is it all over my face and stuff? It's all over your face, it's everywhere. It covers every square inch of your body. So Kenneth's going to uh, walk out to the rest of the group. Mm. And then when they look at him, he's just going to start going... <laughs> trying to... He's just going to try and touch Gravel's face. Gravel, <laughs> 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 make a... Make a deck save. <laughs> That's a 15. Yeah, gravel dodges out the way. <laughs> nope. But yeah, you come out covered in spots and these guys are shocked to see the transformation in you. I thought acne was only for teens. What are you doing now? And they still pop it out of here. Just as you say that, Kenneth, you feel somebody grab your shoulder from behind you. Oh. You turn around to see the body still in the cage where you left it. Well, so there's no one there. Nobody there. 
Who's there? Who's that? Did we see anyone behind Kenneth? No, you didn't. But Kenneth saw what saw somebody behind you. Someone! Someone's up! The same cloaked figure peering out from around the corner, midway down the corridor. But you can just see the silhouette. You can just see the movement. And then it goes back in. Is it like gliding? No, it's just like poking around the corner and then back in. Oh. Poking its head around the corner. Well, let's pre press on. If you're feeling ill, I think you should stay in the back, Kenneth. If you're feeling poorly. Oh, I feel fine now. I was just uh, having a laugh with you. Yeah, but you're still blotchy. Yes, I'm blotchy. I need to get out of here and get some daylight and some rest. So let's get on with it. Okay. <laughs> Lead on, our fearless leader. <laughs> so Kenneth's going first. Yes. I'll be a second. Landing one hand, <laughs> crossbow in the other. Yeah. And gravel, you're going second. Yeah. All right. And then who's after you, gravel? Um, I gotta say Fred, because I can control. I control him. Yep. Maybe easier. Kenneth, just as you get past the left turn, you you notice that it's just a door to your left. Yeah. You are startled and you suddenly stop as you see the appearance of a shadow from the end of the corridor walk into the middle of the into your view and stand there. What does it look like? As you raise the lantern up, you first see the claws, sort of rusted iron sharpened on the edge, and then the pale skin and a red, red uh, robes, someone you've seen before. And just as that happens, a figure appears behind Ramaham. Oh no, it's one of those beasties. And as you're looking, you're all looking forwards and backwards, quite concerned about what's happening. Um, <laughs> give us a perception roll, Gravel. Thank you. 
A 13. Just as you walk past, you'll focus too much on what's happening at front, at the front. And you, you just the last minute, too, too late, you see this thing appear and go, and like throw some horrible liquid in your face. Let's roll for initiative. One. <laughs> Four minus one. <laughs> right, here we go, we've got to contend with this. Oh! I got a net one for one of them. All right, Gravel, what'd you get? I got a 19. 19, nice. Fred got a 15. 15 for Fred. And Baramaham got a 16. Uh, yeah, cool. So that is... Oh, let me just roll for this attack. Uh, I got a 23 to hit you, Gravel. In a hips. And you're going to take... Um, six points of stress damage. Stress. Oh, oh I'm seven. I'm maxed out. You're maxed out? Yeah, because the six plus the one is seven. So as this, this vile liquid hits your body, it runs down and you hear the screams of tortured souls and you breathe in the fumes and it seems to pierce your brain with extreme amounts of excruciating pain. And it just sends you over the edge. And I need you to roll me a d12. Hang on a sec. <laughs> I haven't got my notes. What'd you get? I was just waiting for you. Oh, roll the d12. Um, got a four. A four? Oh, no. Oh, okay. So just with this, and like the confusion of everything that's going on, that moment you drop to your knees and you become hopeless. You've got disadvantage on attack rolls and dexterity saves. Oh joy. Cool. But it's your turn first. Um. Okay. 
Um, if I'm dropped to my knees... We won't say you're prone. We won't say that you have to use that movement to get up, but... Unless you oh, no, I weren't it. planning to. Okay. I was going to say, if I'm already on my knees, would you class Mold Earth as, as an attack? It's a cantrip, isn't it? Yeah, but it has, doesn't do any damage. Yeah. Because if I go use it it's on a person... Attack, you can. It's not an attack, but you can... You can you use it as an action, you can can't you? As a bonus action. So you can use Mold Earth as a bonus action. Is that right? Yes, so you can um, use any kind of bonus Only action. if it's a bit... Only if it's a BA. Yeah, only if it says that it's uh, you can use it as a bonus action. Um, don't listen to me. I don't know how. <laughs> <I'm talking about. laughs> don't worry about it. You'll be in there. What do you want to do right. then? Um, the, the person who or the creature through the water or mm. whatever fire liquid. I'm just gonna go make them sink. Alright. Alright. So it doesn't just, do any damage. Yeah. So you you open up like the, the slabs underneath its feet and it just drops down into a mess of of uh, just like a slurry yeah. underneath. And it's just got its arms out still. But that's all it can do. It's like yeah. stuck in place. Hmm. If I'm going to be useless, I'll well do something. <laughs> Got anything else? Um. No. Okay, that goes to Baramaham. Don't know if somebody wants to use Baramaham. Oh, shit. Well, I, I don't know. I, yeah. Um, I don't know what Baramaham does, so. What? What is he? Is an Eldritch Knight? Eldritch And he's got a sword and shield now, so his AC should be. Well, he left his long sword, but he picked one up. Yeah. So he can do no sword and shield. Yeah. He's kind of at the back and can't do much anyway. He can go attack the creature behind him. Mm hmm. Oh. I just can't remember what a longsword does. What damage? I'll tell you, I've got a whole list here. Oh no, has it actually got damage here or not? Um, da -da -da, longsword 1d8 slashing. Versatile, so if you use two hands, you use 1d10. Um, 17 to hit. 17 hits. So that is 1d8. 1d8. Strength modifier, which is, let's say, 6. Cool. So d12. 
Seven plus six. Oh, okay. Thirteen damage. Nice. He'll probably go again because he's got two attacks. Yep. <laughs> um, he'll miss on that one because he's got an actual two. Yep. So that'll be his turn. Okay, so then that goes to Fred, and really, whilst you're in this confined space with melee attacks, you get disadvantage. Oh, uh, if I was Fred. If you were Fred, and he was attacking from there with melee attacks. So you're alright, Gravel, because you've got that open space next to you as well. With mm. the enemy in, and yeah. Bramaham's all right because he's got a bit of open space as well. But just so you know, if you're in a confined space, which is a five-foot square, then you have disadvantage on like sort of swinging stuff because it would just be awkward, wouldn't it? Understandable. Yeah. Um. So with Fred, because I'm on my knees. Mm. I'm gonna go and let Fred go onto my shoulders. Alright, yeah. yeah. And attack from there. Okay. On the guy who's in the mud hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go for it. What's he gonna do? He's gonna go use a battle axe, of course, to begin with. Um, 11 plus 4, so 15. 15 hits. So that's a 1d8. There's 3 points of slashing damage on the first. Yep. Do I roll with advantage or just straight roll with the pothole? Oh, okay, yeah, advantage really, because he's almost—it's almost like he's prone. Okay. He can't even move. He can't try and avoid any attacks or anything like that. All right, that's a number fifteen. Yeah, that hits. That's five plus two, so that's seven points of slashing. So Fred jumps onto your shoulders and just swings his axe furiously at this creature who's stuck in the mud, knocking his little dagger out of his hand as well, so disarming him from one hand. Um, and because I used a martial weapon or a monk, he's going to go do for bonus action one one melee attack one arm strike yeah and he's just gonna go jump on the guy's head <laughs> alright yeah um 
19 plus 6, or 15. Yeah. No, 25. Yeah, 25. Yeah. So that's 1d6 one, one plus 3. Oh, that's 7 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, so this thing has got a bit of a sorry look on its face now. As the... Uh, Sort of dry bone, hollowed out eyes seem to give you a sad expression somehow with an open mouth as it's an undead creature. And if Fred's got nothing else, then that will go to Kenneth. Yep. I'm going to. How how badly hurt is this creature closest to me? The one that's just been attacked by Fred. Oh well, you can see that it's it looks uh, in distress. Cool. I'm gonna point my crossbow at it. Mercy kill. And shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> just mercy kill it. Uh, a 15 with the yeah. ring. Yep, hits. Um, so, one. So, four. 22 damage. Oh my god, so you point your crossbow straight out, it looks up at you and you release the bolt and it just shatters its skull. He <laughs> just picked on this midget. No, it's good, good drills. Good drills by you, you guys. It's probably the most dangerous one. That no, looks shit. And then with my, with my uh, movement, Yep. I'm going to move into the gap if there's enough space. Uh, yeah, you can probably squeeze in there. Yep. And then I'm going to turn my hand crossbow down the corridor around in the... So while I'm in the gap, I'm going to point my hand crossbow down the corridor around the corner. Yep. At the skeleton in combat with Baramahan. Oh, okay. And use my bonus action to fire a, a, an extra shot. Yeah. Uh, 10, 11. Uh, misses. Yeah. So you, you release the bolt with a little, the little one, and it just like pings off the wall behind him. Yeah. Got anything else? Um, no, I think that's it for now. So moving down, oh, the... well, go on, sorry. You know, I forgot, you know, I forgot to use last week. What's that? Every time I got hit last week, I didn't use uncanny dodge. <laughs> oh, no. Half damage. Oh, no. It's all right. I'm, I'm all right. I'm in good shape. After that rest, I'm in good shape. But I've used yeah. free hit die. Yeah, same here. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else I can do now. 
after seeing those couple of shots and then you taking uh, taking cover, this guy in a rage runs down, sc screaming in some sort of weird tongue, and attacks the first thing he sees, which is Fred on top of gravel. And he is going to make double kill. <laughs> um, right. So he is going to slash with his Teke Kage for a 12 to hit on Fred. Uh, misses Fred. So he slashes again for even less and totally misses. Um, and that's him over. But then the skeleton at the bottom in combat with Baramahan. I'm pretty sure Baramahan's AC is like 19 or something. But we're going to have a crack anyway and see, see what we can do. So he swings at Baramahan and misses with the first one. But then I'm guessing it hits with the second being a 21. So swings down just past his shield and into a vulnerable spot. And Bramaham's going to take 10 points of slashing damage. So just for you, I'll write this down actually for him. Okay. And then it goes back to gravel. Um... I'm probably just going to go with Vincent MP if I'm still hopeless. So you're going to sink hold. Um. If I don't, if no, that's a an attack. Well. <laughs> Uh, it's got a potential to go hit Kenneth, so no. Yeah, I'll go make, do the Senko again. All the right. big do I, guy. Does he make any saves or anything like that? Um, doesn't say, because I don't think people use it as an attack. Alright. Um... They just use it for the abilities. Or like, oh, you can move Earth. Hmm. You can make shapes and colours appear. Yeah. No one use it as, oh yeah, I'm going to make this guy into a Sinko. What would be a so, DC save? I think it would be a deck save. Is that yeah. the Sinko? Is that Mold Earth? Yeah. Yeah, Mold Earth. No, the worst you can do is make, them, make it into difficult terrain. I'm not sure what that oh. does, but it doesn't is deal it, any um, damage. Or well, we've used it nah. now, and um, we're doing... It's, do never, it's never damage, I've just said, like... Yeah. This is, I can excavate... Five feet, five feet down. Yeah. Excavate it or move it. Oh, okay. So, right. So this guy make a deck save, and then whatever your casting, what's your casting modifier? Uh, my save DC is fourteen. All right. So save DC fourteen. This guy's gonna make a deck save. Um, 
So he's going to make a dex save of... Uh, yeah, he, he totally fails his dex save. So he then sinks into the ground and he's like arms again flailing like uh, stuck in the ground. Mm. Cool. What else? Is that it? Is that all you want to do? Yeah. Alright. Everyone hopes I can't swing. Yeah, sure. Makes sense. Um, oh, well, you can still attack, but you've got disadvantage. I'm even more disadvantaged as I've got a fed or I've got a dwarf on my uh, shoulders. You can only get one amount of disadvantage. There's no like stacking disadvantage. Yeah, I know. So it's up to you. If that was a bonus action, then you can probably take an, an action as well. Yeah, it was, it was an action. All right, then. Old Earth's an action. So then, goes to Baramahan. Let's go swing again. Fourteen plus six, so a dirty twenty. Oh, dirty twenty hits. Wait, there's a three on the die. Three, strength, six, nine. Cool. Uh, that's a ten on the dice for attack. A ten, that misses. Yep. Yeah. Now be his turn. All right, goes to Fred. Yeah. Uh, he's going to go vent to repeat. Go attack the person. Yep. Um, six plus four is ten. That misses. Oh, that's an eighteen plus four. Oh yeah, that totally hits. Yeah. Well, you got advantage. Uh, yeah, you got advantage. Um, yeah, it was advantaged. Oh, was it right? Okay. Was the eighteen plus plus four? Um, that's a D eight. Three plus two, so that's five slashing damage. Five. So misses is a bit dodgy, like standing on your shoulders, but um, yeah. but he manages to hit him at, at least with one, just like clips his his metal mask that he's wearing, and then it goes to Kenneth. Yeah. Unless unless you want to do a bonus action because you probably yeah just an unarmed strike. Yeah, sure. Again, it will just do a springboard. Diving <laughs> kick. Yeah. Moving back if he hits. That's a 16 plus 6. Yeah, that hits. So that's a d6 damage plus 4. Um, that's 5 bludgeoning. Oh man. So yeah, you. Uh, he jumps off. And just double kicks him in the face. 
knocking him back slightly, and then Fred is on the ground in front of you. Yeah. And then Kenneth. I am going to... Get out of here, you fucking thing. What was it? Cat. Fucking get off. Get off. Meow. <laughs> oh, just wants your attention. Playing with, with a wire. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, my cat I'm does gonna, that. Fred, do you want to? Uh, Fred. Uh, Ray, do you want to zoom in on that? On the little combat zone. Cool. I'm gonna fire my big crossbow. Yeah. A Wolverine guy. With an nineteen. Hits. And this is my sneak attack because someone's within five feet of him. Yeah, yeah. And you've got the feet, haven't you, crossbow expert? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just saying, yeah, yeah. No, I have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> so, no, not as good as last time. So sixteen damage. Hmm. So as he's not looking, you just manage to slip a bolt in there, close, close range, straight into his side. He's like, Ugh! blood sort of spits out a tiny bit. What else have you got? Um, let me have a look. Probably, going to be honest, I'm probably just going to uh, do the small crossbow, but... Stop. Where are you shooting that one, then? Same, same guy. Same guy, yep. Three. Three, three misses. Three misses. It just jams. Doesn't fire anything off. There seems to be something wrong with that crossbow. Get uh, off. So the, that goes to the cultist who's going to slash at Fred. For a 16 to hit Fred. Um, yeah, it hits with Fred. That hits. All right, okay. So he does um, seven seven points of slashing damage with that first hit, and as he hits it, like you see some like pulsing going through his veins of his muscular body, like it's given him a bit of a kick that he's he's hit you. And the light in the area dims slightly as he goes in for the next attack. For a an 18 to hit. Get a hit. Uh, so basically, this guy's got advantage on attacks against Fred. So I'm going to roll that again. Yeah, just in case I got that 20. <laughs> and 
He takes another seven points of slashing damage from that second attack. Cool. And that ends the cultist's turn. Goes down to the skeleton at the bottom to attack on Baramaham. Misses. Oh, that's a dud. And I'm, I suppose hits with the 20, dirty 20. I'm going to say, yeah. And does 10 points of slashing damage on Bramahan. So that's another 10 points he's taken. And he's going to... Oh no, sorry. He already did his two attacks. And yeah. that finishes their turn and it goes to Gravel. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's about that um... time. I will. I'll hold my action because Fred is short. Yeah. If the person climbs out of the hole, mm. I will swing with my quarterstaff. Okay. Sounds good. That'll be my turn. Just hold my action. Alright. And then that goes to Baramaham. Yep. As you're all fighting, you notice that the, the walls start to ooze a green slime. It's like trickling out of the brickwork. And starts to puddle. And pull at your feet. You miss with the first one that one, and <laughs> then hits with a nineteen. Yeah, dog. definitely. Yeah, hits. Or six plus six, twelve points of slashing damage. As he swings, he misses, hits the stone, some sparks fly. The second swing comes in and takes the arm clean off of this skeleton. But it's still standing. Yeah. So that'll go to Fred. He's going to go... Swing with his battle axe. Advantage. Mm. Oh, yeah, because he hasn't climbed out yet. That's a 15. 15 hits. Four seven slashing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, second swing. That was a fourteen plus hits. Four. Hits, yeah. Um, seven points of slashing again. Oh well, 
This guy is heavily injured. And bonus action. With the unarmed strike, he's going to go punch him in the balls. He's underground. You can't do the balls. Oh, you can't do it. I can't forget him. Can't go suck a ball, kick him. Oh, so close. Um, for a 16 plus 6. Oh, yeah. So there's a D6 plus 3. For 4 points of bludgeoning damage. So he kicks him right in the face. <laughs> kicks him in the face, pops his nose. Yeah. And he's like sort of slumped and the blood's like just dripping out as it runs down his bare chest it spells out run and what's this green ooze is it still it's all trickling out the walls around you okay. dripping on Fred's head and uh Goes to Kenneth. Kenneth is gonna fire his big crossbow at the skeleton. Yep. That's with Baramaham for a 17. Hits. Doing alright with a big one. Damage um, thirteen damage, and with that blast just like under the arm, so it whizzes past Baramahan's head with a whistle. He's like, Oh, just moves out the way as it hits the skull of this other skeleton shattering it into a thousand pieces as the skeleton's body drops to the ground and just dismantles. And then he's going to spin and fire his little one at Wolverine with an 17. Hits. And... Ball damage. Oh, you, so his little, your little, your little dart goes in his neck, and he's like, oh, he looks in such a bad way. He's there's not much left of this guy at all, at all. So what he does is he he climbs out of where he is slowly and tries to make a run for it. Giving Fred an attack of opportunity. Um, yeah. That's an 18 plus 4. Hits. Oh, fuck's sake. Warning great on the dot on the hits and warning shit on damage. <laughs> For three points of damage. Ray, through Fred, describe the kill. 
Oh, Kenneth, so close. I know. Oh, wow. Um, probably just a like double-handed axe throw as he's trying to run away. Yeah. Well, throws just it. Like, throws it in his back. Throws the, <laughs> the battle axe at his back. <laughs> he like... And he goes, ah! and just drops mm. lifeless on the floor, face down, just face plants the floor. Yeah. And that's where we're going to end it because it's late. Note to self: pick up his axe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>